Hello, and welcome to a very strange episode of Tuna Boot. Once again, we're doing Brain Thoughts. Now, you got Brain Thoughts with Jim, not last week, not the week before, but the week before that, I think. And uh, it's my turn. The boys are busy. They're not doing anything stupid like magic beans or something. It's just nice to give them a week off. So I thought I'd take this time to do a little thing just myself. Um, what am I going to do? Who knows? Uh, I do have an idea. Because I don't think we're topical enough on Tuna Boot. And I don't think we discuss the news as much as we maybe should. We should really get into it a bit more. We don't um, we don't have the drive to do that really, to be honest with you. So what I thought I'd do is find a bunch of um, headlines from the news and make up what, what happened in them or just read through. Now, these are all weird headlines. They're not going to be the your usual let's say your usual headlines they won't be like that because that wouldn't be it's fun really uh oh don't know what else to do um as always like subscribe it's so fucking weird doing this in a room by yourself talking to yourself because it's like i have to pretend i'm talking to you whose ears i'm currently situated in but there's no one else here Ali's through in the other room, watching Love Island. I hope she doesn't listen to any of this. Um, if you are listening, Ali, hello. Hope you're okay. <laughs> uh, I'll just do messages for people for a while. Uh, Jim, I am I've. Uh, I need to give you the, the keys. That my my spare keys back to you soon. Uh, Liam, how's how how's it going, mate? You alright? I hope you're fine. Um let's let's go get get together soon, I suppose. Um Cousin Michael saw him yesterday at the time of recording, which will be two weeks ago by the time this is listenable. Hi hi Michael, lovely to catch up with you last night. Thanks for listening, if you do listen. Uh, who listens uh, Liam's parents thank you for being our number one supporters you're the only parents that listen on a regular basis so we do really appreciate it uh, who else could listen I know there's I was looking at the analytics and there's folk in Spain and Portugal and uh, France that were listening was it them? I think it was them alright I really hope that you understand English for this podcast because no fuckers translating it, let me tell you that. Um, Alright, anyone else? Any other invitations to talk? If you'd like me to say anything about you, then please uh, please get in touch at uh, com. That's what I was doing, the socials. Jesus Christ. Um, the social medias, uh, we're on the Facebook. We're on... Instagram at real tuna underscore boot. We're on Facebook, just search tuna boot. This, whatever you're listening to this now, 
carry on listening to it at the same place. Never understood why we tell you to listen to it on different websites when you're listening to it on your preferred one at the moment. Uh, I use Spotify myself. Jim and Liam also use Spotify. Jim might do Acast, uh, which is up to him, really. He used to have a Deezer account, so he's a bit of a loose cannon, to be honest with you. Um, we've got, we're on Verbal. I don't really know how Verbal works, but we're on it. That's cool. Uh, but if you could subscribe, that'd be nice. Because uh, we we don't have any real subscriptions. We've got a, people listen weekly, but no one's doing the subscribing. We've had months and months of, a uh, year, year of saying subscribe. So it'd probably be good to, if you could, do that for us, please. I'm recording this at one in the afternoon as well, which is a bit strange. I'm a little bit hungover, but drinking water, which I haven't done since my Sober October, which I did last year, if you noticed. Uh, thank you for all your support throughout that. Just trying to see, we've got no nothing from Glassdoor Jobs emails us quite a lot. I think Liam signs up to things on the Tuna Mr. Tuna Boot thing and verbal. But that's about it. I need to get my arse into gear with this, honestly. I'm just uh, scatterbraining it the whole way around. So, is there anything else you'd like to know? Please get in touch. Uh, the mythology behind Skoosh Skoosh Baloosh, we can slowly reveal things. You might want to know about that. Jim uh, tried to tell you last week, but ultimately failed on that one. Uh, it's so much easier having people to react to things that you're saying, or you just feel like a knob, to be honest with you. So let's have a look um, at some of the social medias. What is that? Got distracted again. Apologies. Um, so <laughs> caught by his love of stuff this is the first news story um, that we're going to that I'm going to tell you about today this is from the 24th of May of this year I believe so just over a month ago at the time of recording caught by his love of Stilton Drug dealer jailed after cheese picture analysed for prints. Uh, this is an interesting thing that's happening. The article tells us a little bit about the new cheese printing system that they've got over at the cop uh, palace, the police station, because they, they, they weren't catching all the criminals. And that's basically the aim of the police in it, to catch all every criminal. They want to get them copped, get them taken away. So... What they've started doing now is in the supermarkets putting uh, fake cheeses that are actually uh, fingerprinty devices. So uh, if drug dealers, for instance, like this poor fella here, loved Stilton, loved cheese in general. I don't think it was limited purely to Stilton. But he got caught because he picked up one of the fake police cheese blocks. So when you're in the supermarket, there's a really easy way to say, see it because you know like even the fake, the undercover police cars, they're still, they still have sirens and sometimes they have police written across them. Um, so it does actually, the cheese, if you uh, take off your first layer, 
right in the middle they've died police into it so the more you cut through the cheese the more you realize that you've been you've been um you've been thoroughly uh, gazumped by the police there so that's a nice interesting one a good start i'd say i hope you're enjoying it <laughs> second story is a bit earlier from 15th of may lads day out seven bullocks 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 take over town after escaping from field now i know what you mean i know what you mean i know what you think oh bulls taking over a field well i can tell you that you're actually very misguided in that this was actually seven of sandra bullock's family all got out of their field that she keeps them in sandra bullock wasn't there herself of course she's quite busy and uh, they all escaped from the field and take, took over uh, town. They are feral at the best of times. They were feral before she put them in the field. So by the time she put them in the field, that doesn't make sense. They were feral when she put them in the sh before she put them in the field. So now that they've lived in a field for the better part of 52 years they are which means how old is sandra bullock is she over 52 i can only assume so if not she time traveled to put them in that's easy we'll we'll cover ourselves that way it's all good um yeah then she 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 leaves her seven of her family in a field and they escaped into town but they were obviously feral so people started hiding it was like a cross between um uh, a zombie apocalypse and a very bad hangover is what they sort of acted like. They didn't know how to react. They went, they went, um, they went skiing. That's what they love to do in their field is ski. So they went skiing down the main square, but it wasn't on a hill, and they don't understand how hills and skiing are intertwined. So it kind of it it wasn't a good day. They got caught again. Sandra Bullock came and herded them back. Um, using her bullock prod that she calls it I don't think she realised that the name cattle prod doesn't mean it has to be used for cattle but uh, she calls it a bullock prod to get them back into the field which was lovely uh, <laughs> I, I have no idea how this is going to go I apologise already um, me this is our next story message in a bottle from 2018 found by teen after traveling 2000 miles and this is really annoying because i don't know if this will be this is from 19th of june so a couple of weeks ago at this point um 10 days ago so this uh, this is a really annoying one because i'd really like to see what the um bottle what the message in the bottle was in 2018 probably something optimistic and optimism's been ruined by um, inherent Britishness in a pandemic I think um, especially here so 2000 miles this message found uh, this message travelled and the the team that found it was uh, a fella called uh, Grimsby McPicken McPickens sorry Grimsby McPickens who um, is a lovely guy who stays 2000 miles away from Geneva where this bottle was sent from in it it details a master plan to overrun the planet um by way of sunroofs 
Polaroid pictures and a three-legged dog. Uh, the 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 world hasn't been taken over, so I can only assume that whoever wrote the message in a bottle decided that their their plan wasn't was was destined for uh, failure. Well, I hope I hope they found that out because I don't want them to still be trying to take over the world with whatever I said. They were trying to take over the world um but it's you know it's sweet the bottle found we can all find messages in a bottle it's kind of an uplifting story or maybe it was meant to be <laughs> run it this is from 5th of june uh, these are all this year just in case you were wondering runaway monkey reunited with family after train station adventure this is a lovely story. Um, the monkey needed a new pair of shoes. So he went to the train station. It was actually just up in Dundee. And he's trying to get away from Dundee to get a new pair of shoes. Because famously no shoes. No shoe shops that cater for monkeys in Dundee. So uh, he had to take the train and go to Arbroath. Which has the only Scottish monkey shoe shop. In Arbroath. So... <laughs> Apparently, um, I apologise for this. We're we're almost halfway. This is flying by. I don't know what you mean. Uh, the I the monkey himself was reported to say, "I needed new shoes. This is all a bit of an overreaction, and get the fuck out of my face." He was quite a rude little monkey. He's really cute. He's got big white ears, and he's eating a, a tin of peaches in the photo, which is nice. That was his train snack. That he took with it because you can't get on a train without a snack so he, he took a tin of peaches for his train snack while he was going to get his shoes from the Arbroath monkey shoe place which might wind up being one of our sponsors one week because I don't think enough people know where to get proper um, footwear for their for their monkeys um, but it was really nice because he he did get reunited after a while and it was a really like it was a lovely feeling for all the family uh, mummy monkey and daddy monkey were chuffed to bits they made it back uh, they were just getting ready to properly like inquisition the fuck out of that thing and it's it's lovely um, this one I'm not going to take the piss out of or try and write something I'm just going to leave it here because I think it's uh, kind of really bad um it's a really bad thing for society I think this third eye invented to stop smartphone zombies from bumping into things um come on look Luke Luke just Luke if you're on your phone and you're listening to this just now fair play whatever you want but get your head the fucking up and fucking loop forward instead of this a third eye so you're looking at your phone what I imagine is happening and on your phone that will be what happens that's ridiculous have you figured it out like it's it's so your phone will have a picture of the street from your third eye that's like a camera on your head so it's like a GoPro feeding straight into your phone and this is news story that's been they've invented a GoPro which might bleep or you can have it on a wee side bit while you're looking at your phone because you can't get off your phone to look down the street 
you can't we all like our phones and we all we're all stuck on them that's fucking uh, I'm, I'm not happy with that <laughs> um if you're not happy with it then please let us know and we'll go down together to the embassy and st stop stop what's happening 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 stop what's happening happen I think <clears throat> uh, next one squids in space exclamation mark Hawaiian cephalo cephalopods to help keep astronauts healthy so what's actually happening here is um, an astronaut came back to Earth and discovered calamari after being away for a long time and decided it was so good. Uh, the, the astronaut was Neil Armstrong. He did it. It's, this is all him. Um, but the best calamari he ever had was in Hawaii. Um, and of course, they don't call squids squids in Hawaii. They call them cephalopods, uh, which is quite fun to say, if nothing else. So to keep the astronauts healthy is their cover story for the fact that um, astronauts more and more in their training, thanks to Neil Armstrong, are getting addicted to calamari. Um, now we all know that squids potentially came from outer space, or some squids as well, so we know that they can keep their crispy goodness in space. So that's why astronauts are taking squids into space to eat. Um, not to keep them healthy, but they do stay better. They stay better. They they work better. Uh, they work better? No. They they, they, they keep crispy. And uh, if you can take lemons to space, you can have a nice one. I don't know what sauce you like on your calamari. I like a... I had a Thai sauce on one, one spicy Thai. That was lovely. Uh, it, it depends, just a bit of salt and um, lemons fine on calamari for me, but that's what that one was about it's also a little video that I'd love to watch that I can't from the 23rd of June, so 6 days ago at this point time of recording of the Pope meeting Spider-Man at the Vatican address um, I don't know uh, why Spider-Man's meeting the Pope uh, I don't think he has any business being there, personally um, apart from the fact that him um, the, apart from the fact that the Pope probably has better things to do, they are both linked by their severe belief in fictional characters. You know, that's a bit of a bosh to religion there. A bosh to religion. There were some interesting ones from Sky. And I'm going to continue doing this because I've, I've still got 10 minutes to get through. Feels like it's going on forever, but it's also quite fun. I don't know how this is going to sound. I'm going to have to listen to it at some point and, like, study the game tape, if you like. I'll listen to it. Um, I think we all do. We all listen to all our podcasts and just try it out, see what worked, see what didn't work. Sort of notice stuff that we can maybe improve on because we're committed and it takes 40 minutes out of your week and more of you should do it every week because it's really cathartic, I think, to listen to us speaking. And then you can send us your um, your critique, if you'd like, for us to work on for the next block of recording that we do. So there's... Um, 
we study the tape. I totally lost every grain of consciousness for a second there. That was very strange. Um, it's all good. It's all good. Let's carry on. Let's enough of this interim. A break from the news with to go. So we're back, <laughs> and uh, the next story that I've got for you. Uh, I don't have the dates anymore. They were all from Sky. I've now went on to the Daily Mirror because, you know, uh, every story is a stupid joke story in that paper. Um, <laughs> Peppa Pig loving parrot has themed birthday party and oinks to theme song. So this is actually a really sad story about a woman who's deluded herself into thinking that her parrot likes Peppa Pig. In fact, no one over the age of two actually likes Peppa Pig. And it's been proven by the headache it gave me one morning to kill more brain cells than it gives. It tells you to brush your teeth, but the songs are so damn repetitive. And if you're this deluded woman who thinks her parrot likes Peppa Pig. Why are you what, making yourself watch it? You can put, it's just distraction. It's something interesting. Pets like that, chuck on the radio, chuck on some music. That'll be better than sitting watching Peppa Pig. And I think that's the saddest part of the story, that this lady does actually like Peppa Pig. She's one, the only person who might like it and just pretends that it's for her parrot. It's like, I used to do it when my sister's six years younger than me. Shout, Charlotte. Hiya, nice to see you. Um, you don't listen, so it doesn't really matter. Um, so there's the Peppa... So, like, my sister used to, you know, watch the watch all the stuff, and I quite liked it, and my mum as well. And I remember Phineas and Ferb, my mum, used to enjoy watching the old Disney Channel cartoon. It's pretty good. There's a platypus in it, so I'm pretty happy. Um, and mum deluded herself into saying that it was sharp. Oh, shout out to mum as well, but I know you don't listen to it. Uh, she deluded herself into saying it's just because Charlotte watches it that I'll watch it. I caught her from college coming back at like, what, 11? Because that was what college was. Probably back from the night before and just decided not to go to college as well. And Charlotte had been at school for three hours and there was Phineas and Ferb still on and my mum glued to the television watching it. So don't delude yourself. Just admit that you like something that might be a bit unpopular. Good for this woman. I think she's nuts. But if you know she's learning how to brush her teeth, that's fantastic. Well done, you. This next story tells us that you don't need planning permission to bury a loved one in your back garden. Um, this is a this is a story to um, promote a more gradual layering of burials rather than chucking folk in one place because in the eventuality of an apocalypse that is um, dictated by zombies if they're more spread out then they have to go to the main place the big cemetery say like Greyfriars Bobby one in Edinburgh would be the main place because there's bloody tens of thousands by the way if you're listening to this and you've ever went to Greyfriars Bobby churchyard and thought about digging up the grave of uh, Tom Riddle, the guy, uh, the a name of a bloke who happened to be used in a, a book about wizards 
and he he's the bad one. If you're going there, if you're listening to this and you're the person who tries to dig that up, please stop. That dude's got a family. You're you you you're thinking about it like he's a character from a book. He's not. They're very different things. Real people and characters from books. You you know that when Ray finds hopefully no time soon, but when Ray finds dies, don't go and dig him up because he did Voldemort. Stop, please. It's not okay. There's poor people dealing with that. And I think, uh, anyway, I got distracted. Got totally distracted there. So let's undistract myself. So yeah, it's for a zombie apocalypse. And if all the zombies were going to Greyfriars Cemetery there to try and, Greyfriars Kirk, uh, that's what it's called, to try and, uh, you know, get together, chat about what they're going to do, brains, all that stuff. Uh, If there's more of them planted in back gardens, that pretty much means that uh, you, we can take some of them out on the way. So us alive people have a better chance. Um, so that's what that is. And you actually, if you apply to the government, um, if you tell them that you're burying your uh, your beloved um, family member or partner or friend in your back garden, uh, if you go to the government and tell them, uh, they'll give you a free t-shirt that says... Um, buried love exclamation mark which is lovely I think um, my uh, the next one um, that I'll do is man wakes up to find he drunkenly changed name to John Cena and he's not even a fan <coughs> oh I can't even oh, I can't even get rid of that sneeze from the podcast sorry if you don't like sneezing I just sneezed um, so a man changed his name to John Cena and he's not even a fan. This isn't surprising. People do stupid things. He was, when you're drunk, he was drunk. He doesn't look like John Cena, um, but he is now indeed called John Cena. So there's going to be a bit of confusion if like, he goes to watch the Peacemaker HBO Max series when it comes out and goes, oh look, that's me in the cred. Oh no, 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 that's the, that's the guy I drunkenly changed my name to. If he's done it by deed poll, I do believe he's fucked, but I'm not entirely sure. I don't know how the system works. Um, I've never changed my name. I've always been Dougal. Uh, I could change it if I wanted by deed poll again. Uh, that's that seems to be important that you change it by deed poll. Um, so I could change it to I don't know, Sky Lantern, the third, which would be fun. Although it's just I, you know, I, I might be might your CV might get laughed out if you're Skyland and the third, um, is your name. Uh, the man was confused when he found out that he was now called John Cena. Um, at first he thought he was he was gonna have to go and film for the Peacemaker TV series. Then realized that he's not actually John Cena and this kept on happening throughout his day he thought oh I better go and wrestle something, I've got promo stuff to do for Suicide Squad but then kept on remembering, he thought once he changed his name that he actually took over from John Cena um, but then quickly realised that that's not actually how names work the next (laughs) Uh, woman fumes as stranger that damages damaged her car leaves cryptic note and chocolate bar. 
in my in my humble opinion, this man is a genius. Um, or woman is a genius because uh, they they damaged her car and it looks pretty bad actually. It's like looks like it's a big big old scuff on the back, a big old scuff scuff that she's got on the back. Um, which costs more than stationery and a chocolate bar to fix. So it's lovely that they left her a cryptic note as well. I imagine that um, it and the chocolate bar itself combined into clues on a magical quest that will eventually take you um, inside the mind of James Franco. And you'll have to, in his mind, do all James Franco's roles from memory. Um, and eventually, once you complete your quest, uh, you find out who the other party's insurance is with. And you can eat your chocolate bar, if you haven't done already. But if you eat the chocolate bar before you finish the quest or go into James Franco's brain, then you may die when you're in James Franco's brain. But if you... If you save it for afterwards, then it's just a tasty treat that you will help, that you will help, that you will, um, that will satiate your hunger, maybe, satisfy you. Um, uh, we've got time for one more, so I'll do one more. Experts warn genius hack to get children eating eggs could make them very sick. So this is this is a new thing. Um, obviously, nowadays all children are implanted with a little chip, and a computer hacker hacks that so that they eat their eggs. It's recommended that the average toddler eats between fifty and sixty yolks a day, and twenty-five to thirty whites. So they need eggs, and if they don't like eggs, you gotta do this chip. Beep, bop, boop bit of the old choo, and then you'll um you'll they'll become egg maniacs um it's making them very sick of course because they eat too many eggs and they can't they can't stop themselves they become um egg obsessed maniacs and you've seen it you must have seen it down the street like a wee toddler in a vapoose or a, a um, tradition more traditional trot uh, buggy and they are running, um, running about, and they're going, ah, ah, ah. That's them trying to say egg, because they need eggs, because they've been hacked to need eggs. I sincerely hope that this has given you some good news to listen to, and that you've had a little bit of a chuckle like we always say, we're just trying this stuff out, seeing what sticks. I thought it's more of a challenge, really, just to say, oh, can I talk for half an hour and just let my consciousness sort of stream out? And it, you know, it does it. it well, of course, it makes an episode. If you record anything, it makes it a podcast episode if you put it up, you know. But, like, does it make something that might actually uh, be listenable by, by, by you, the people? Um, if you're If you are listening to this... Thank you for listening to this. If you're not listening to this, you know, you're probably related to me. Because um, none of them do. Uh, we'll be back. I have got exciting news that Liam will indeed return next week. 
um, and there will definitely be at least two of us there once again. We seem to go through stages now that we've got this down to like we don't all need to be there, that we just uh, occasionally just go out our way to make sure one person can't show up to the recordings. We're all busy people, so this does happen sometimes. There might be more brain thoughts. I personally would like to hear a Liam episode that's half an hour long that you can't um, edit because I've emmed quite a lot today. Uh, a little bit of character, a little bit not, and Liam, I think, would be worse. And I just, I, I really enjoyed him reading, so I might want to listen to more of that. Could I give you a teaser for next week? No, because I don't know what's going to happen. It's, uh, oh, week and a half until we record the next sort of bunch, 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 and... <laughs> <laughs> don't even know what that was sorry uh, <laughs> you got to make yourself laugh this has been an incredibly weird experience i've had my headphones on the whole time just to so it so if anyone looks from the window that i'm staring out of it can look like i'm actually talking to someone or i do this quite a lot when i teach so it can look like i'm just doing that rather than a mental case who's just made up news stories to himself for half an hour and had a laugh. So, cheers for listening. Like and subscribe. Um, I'll give you an album recommendation if you'd like. It is... Couldn't leave that undone, apparently. Uh, we'll go for Buddy Holly's first album, Buddy Holly, Buddy Holly, self-titled album. Uh, it's the day that rock music um, began. It's beautiful. I've been heavy into it. I've, I ha I've had that'll be the day on repeat in my head um, for the last 10 or 11 days, and I'm going mad because of it, as you might have noticed. Uh, it's a great album. Really worth it. Bit of a classic. Sounds like a cop-out, but it's just the music that I'm really enjoying listening to just now. Uh, like and subscribe. Do all that stuff. Enjoy yourself. Take care. Be safe. Don't be a dickhead. Be a nice person. Um, don't lick knives that are sharp. Don't fight people in general. And have a bloody good one. Take care. Stay safe. Bye. 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 Bum 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 bum. Chitabit. Skish skish balish, motherfuckers. <laughs>